1: Tuesday.
0: And welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Totree. We got Eric Ruby in the passenger seat who might be doing some driving today. We've we'll got see. Ralph Amson joining us as well. Always a pleasure to have Ralph with us here on the PHNX Sun Devil Show. We got DJ Jacob Franklin behind the back making all the magic happen. Guys, if you're new here, do us a favor. Leave a five-star review. Let us know what you enjoy about this podcast. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. We're going to have a ton of fun. Whether you're an Arizona State Sun Devil or or you are, you know, somebody down south in Arizona Wildcat, okay? Because today, we're going to be talking all things athletic director. And for once, Ralph, for once, we're not talking about Arizona State and the athletic director issues that the Sun Devils have had over the years. Today, it's all about the Wildcats and Dave Hickey no longer having a job uh, in Tucson. Last night, if you guys didn't see the news, I want to say about... 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, the University of Arizona sent out a press release announcing that they had parted ways with Dave Hickey. Um, and there wasn't really a, a total explanation behind it. As the hours kind of passed, there were reports kind of speculating uh, that it had something to do with, with finances, part of it with the, the Jed Fish contract and all that stuff. Uh, but for both of you guys, I'm curious, just your initial reaction to that news coming out yesterday.
2: Copied us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my As goodness. simple as that, yeah?
2: Yeah. I feel ripped off. It's, <laughs> it's like can we at least stick. find
1: ours first? They you took know? our stick.
2: Yeah, I, I I love the idea that there there's some reality in which someone is gonna interview for both positions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I absolutely know that's not the case. That's not how uh, athletic administration works. You know, typically you want to go with somebody that's very familiar with your culture, with your school um, and everything like that, which is uh, maybe why uh, Arizona State has uh, nobody on deck. Yeah. Um, that they just don't, nobody is familiar with the culture in the school because everything changes so fast in, in, in Tempe. Um, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure both presidents in on some level have some type of succession plan but i i did, my initial reaction to it when i saw it uh come in from michael lev i was just like well uh can we just have our own thing
1: <laughs> well it's to me i was like okay yeah they're copying the flow right they're biting the style but you know it's to be expected i was shocked that they let this man make the hire for their head football coach and then like a week later, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, bye, uh, for, of course, reasons that are probably financially tied. But at the same time, why are you letting this man hire such an important position or any position for that matter? Right before you're about to kick his ass out. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand it.
0: Yeah, they were talking on the PHNX Wildcats show the other night just in terms of there's, I guess, an audit supposed to be coming out on Thursday and it doesn't look good for the university. And I guess the entire purpose behind Hickey kind of getting bounced is kind of a scapegoat, right? That's the thumbnail title uh, and being the scapegoat for Pres- President Robert Robbins. Um, and it's it's interesting you bring up the the fact that he let Dave Hickey make the hire, right? Or he let Dave Hickey make the hire uh, in terms of Brent Brennan. And he wasn't at the the press conference. He wasn't at the introductory press conference, which immediately feels weird. If Michael Crow did that for Kenny, like everybody would be up in arms, but it, it almost feels like this is a way of completely removing himself if that hire doesn't go the way maybe fans would like for it to go or the way that, you know, Dave Hege thinks that it would go. But for me, <coughs> I think it is the, 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 most interesting part about this whole thing and and for some reason this was my initial thought is whatever exterior force that you believe in right whatever religion you fall under whatever that god or force is i just feel like doesn't like the university of arizona because it seems like time and again. Shit hits the fan. And even before it was good, even before it was sweet, right, with jetfish Fish and Tommy Lloyd, you had Kevin Sumlin and Sean Miller, who, they had their own issues, and then the sun's shining in Tucson again, and then, oh, the circus monkey gets loose again, and all of a sudden there's problems in Tucson. So, whatever cosmic force is doing what it's doing, it, it must bleed maroon and gold at some points because let's be clear Arizona State they've they've had their own issues with Ray with Herm and all those guys but it is a very interesting situation and the timing of it all feels very very weird
2: yeah. I mean, well, it is fascinating that like gambling legalized in the state of Arizona and then like University of Arizona being a fan of University of Arizona, like the entire experience is like on par with the same peaks and valleys of like, I'm riding a heater, five team parlay. And then the next day I miss all five. I'm broke. My kids can't eat. Like it's and this isn't like this isn't to disparage University of Arizona because God knows we have our own problems, but it, it, it has been. Um, like you have to try to have this level of instability in an institution going back to Greg Byrne, a Sun Devil, their previous athletic director, where they had issues of the head football coach cheating on his wife. They had, you know, uh, pretty serious accusations, uh, with the track program, you know, uh, like it, it. They've, they've had all of this drama for all of this time. And at the same time, you do have to give them credit for the level at which they're able to bounce back, (laughs) given all of this adversity, whether it's the basketball program or the women's basketball program or, uh, baseball before they lost Jay Johnson to LSU, who went on to win a college world series, um, and, and getting 10 wins with Jed fish only to, like, immediately end up back in, like, carousel chaos. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, I mean, Tucson's a college town. Like, they're ride or die, but they've been doing a lot of dying lately.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you're just kind of mentioning the, uh, like, overall looking at it, like, oh, U of A, wow, they bounce back. Like, oh, how, how good for them. And I just remember two, three months ago how University of Arizona football is going to be a dynasty, college football playoffs every year. Jed Fish was going to get a 10-year extension. He was going to ride out into the sunset in Tucson. And it's like, it almost feels like that was six years ago at this point. Like, so much changed. And Yeah, they've had some key players stay, and their basketball program is doing fine. Of course, I'm sure they've had some losses that they're regretting as well. But it's almost like, man, like wouldn't you rather just be consistent? Because, yeah, you're hitting the high highs, but... It's gotta hurt. And and trust me, like we know that it hurts. Like we know the lows, low, the lowest of lows. We saw Eastern Michigan, man. Like we we saw all of that. But I just I don't feel bad for them, but I'm more just kind of like amazed. It's baffling. The the high and the peak where they hit was so short. It was so short.
0: I feel like for for both ASU and Arizona, it's just a repetitive kick in the balls yeah (laughs) that's what it is like they're just next to each other and when something's going wrong at Arizona the shun is signing for Arizona State and then it swaps like there isn't ever a time and, and I can't think of two universities to be honest with you that have as much problem staying out of the news as Arizona State and Arizona have just over the last couple years it's crazy Yes. (laughs)
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. And you know what? I would actually appreciate some stability in Tucson because it would make my life better. <laughs> the like get, getting like the the shrapnel from the last week as an Arizona State fan just poking your head onto the internet just to see what's going on and everybody in Tucson is in a terrible mood all of the time and they're riding these super high highs but it's like it, it, this last week has been insane even from even from the perspective of being an Arizona State fan If yeah. you have anything to say about what's going on at, at University of Arizona well they're all in a very bad mood right now <laughs> you know like I had I had a wonderful 30 minute conversation with your boy Mike Luke this week love the guy uh and then I had a few online conversations with his counterpart that made me want to walk into (laughs) the ocean never to return but like I also understand that like the idea that he caused me any type of grief whatsoever is going to give him a tingle up his leg I don't want to cause that so I'll just say my week was fine but like at, at the end of the day like I would love for my neighbor's boss to treat him better so that he doesn't get mad when I leave my trash can out on the curb one hour longer than I'm supposed to like they are pissed off all of the time like exposed nerves raw very very emotional bunch right now yeah and I just like I I just I'm I'm empathetic and I would like for things to be better for you so you will just leave me alone (laughs) for a minute
0: (laughs) totally valid totally (laughs) valid it is they are ultra sensitive as of late january 2024 has been the longest year for all all wildcat
1: fans yeah i mean wouldn't you be sensitive to like if all that was happening to you
2: but it's the type it's the type of sensitivity that is very confusing so like uh as an uneducated you know went to arizona state got a liberal arts degree so of course they don't think anything of me and my education but i read 240 million dollars missing and i'm like oh that's bad and then you have arizona fans coming to the world and say, but it's not bad for the reason that you think it's yes. bad for a different yeah. reason And all and well, we're the only people that can define what bad is so god forbid anybody else have an opinion on like the misery that we're going through only we get to decide what makes us miserable and how and how we're going to react it and like and, and and it is completely unhinged at this point, like somebody mismanaged some money at your school, the some facts, money. the facts, <laughs> a quarter billion. is I don't get to use the phrase often, but like somebody mismanaged a little bit of cheddar down in Tucson, <laughs> right? Like, I, I don't know what the EG's bill is, but like something is wrong. That's all I know all I know is something is wrong and drawing a straight line from a to B is that like a bunch of money missing over here might affect the things over here because it's, it is all connected. Mm-hmm. And, and I, they swore up and down for the last two weeks, leading into Jedfish fish, leaving for Washington, that one thing didn't have anything to do with the other. And it's looking more and more like, uh, Like if you had a budget issue in your life where you couldn't pay your light bill, like the idea that you would be good at managing every other part of your funding, like every other bill's getting paid, but one, okay. Like, no, there's gross mismanagement going on at University of Arizona, but I'm not allowed to comment on it. I've been hearing for two years how dumb we were for inviting kids to tour Arizona State. Exactly. covid restrictions and having quarterbacks moms pay for plane tickets and all the while me being like yeah you're right we suck we messed up we deserve it can't wait for the ncaa to just let us know what what it is that we're we're, we're facing like I'm, I'm looking forward to the future all the while they're just like uh scum devils or what whatever it is that they think actually makes us feel bad yeah um we don't have those type of feelings. We went to school in Tempe. We feel good all the time. Yeah. So like I don't I don't actually understand what it is that we're allowed to say or do. They're just <laughs> always mad. We got a tiptoe now? We got a tiptoe because you have a quarter billion dollars missing. Listen, I did do it. It <laughs> has nothing to do with me.
1: I don't know. Maybe you did, man. Maybe you're the reason that they lost the 240 million.
2: Feels like it. My mentions feel like it.
1: <laughs> they do want to take it out, and, and I mean, part of it could just be because, like you said, like they're a college town, and you know, you're living in Tempe, you're going to ASU. Like life is good, and yeah, sure, ASU football messes up. Okay, they mess up recruiting. Like we'll take our lumps. Whatever, we're gonna go on with our life, but. When you're in Tucson, that's all you have. And when the only thing that you have, the only thing that you put all of your time and your energy and your effort into just betrays you and stabs you in the back over and over and over and over again. It's like a toxic relationship. It's like one month you're vacationing together and you're having a great time and you're laughing and oh my God, this is amazing. We're gonna be together forever. And the next month you're screaming at each other, throwing each other's crap out into the street. like It's over and over again. And I don't blame them for coping, but it would be nice not they to just, be the thing they use their coping out against. Well, and we have Wildcat fans, obviously, here in the office, and it is, A few. it is it is to your point,
0: Ralph. You can't tell them like they get to tell you why they're mad for this specific reason. You don't get to say you don't get to say the facts of the issue, right? Because I have never seen in my entire life an entire outside of maybe what goes on in Colorado with Dion that's a totally different fan base you've seen Game of Thrones those are the white walkers out in Boulder that's the way they run things over there but when it comes to the Arizona Wildcats it quite literally is a fan base that goes from hot to cold so damn fast in a span of 12 hours, You can pop on to the PHNX Wildcat show from last night and you can go through the comments and you can see people losing their shit that Dave Hickey is gone. The world is on fire. Oh, my goodness. Like, save the babies, carry the boats, do something to help us. And by morning, it's sunshine and rainbows. It's everything's right. Dave Hickey needed to leave. Robert Robbins is king of the world and everything is okay. And somehow, somehow it's all going to be fine in Tucson in a 12 hour span, it is absolutely mind boggling to me that it's that's just, the way it functions.
2: It feels like an exposed wire. I'm like, it, it, like something as innocuous as like, oh, I think the university misplaced $240 million. And they're like, excuse me, excuse <laughs> me, we're going to misplace $240 million. <laughs> and we're just aware of it beforehand. So don't you dare, they're more upset if you get a single detail of their misdeeds and mismanagement wrong, then they are about the fact that they hate their president. Their athletic director is gone after going to San Jose to pick up the head coach that finished second place in his search last time. Yeah. Right. Like there, I don't know. I don't know. Like everything about what's going on right now. And we do it too right I get it when, when, when you're in the midst of those emotions we do it too but like not really having anything to be emotional about and watching somebody throw a tantrum with no attachment to it whatsoever is very weird it's like going to a grocery store and watching a kid like hit the floor and roll around because they can't have a candy bar right like and then that's that's what we're in the middle of right now like, like probably the most fascinating thing to to me has been this okay uh i work with somebody named george reister arizona fans are so mad at him right now it's not even funny right he said he said you're probably gonna lose jed fish no matter what and he he basically presented jed's fish case for leaving that ultimately he did want to stay but he left yeah him being gone is to me immaterial the reason he's gone he's gone who cares what the reason is he's not around anymore but ultimately what it came down to for george was they had a memorandum of understanding, an agreement for like 5.1 million a year escalating from there, Like Five years, 25.5 million. Never, never gonna add up to 54 million. Like think about it in deal or no deal terms. You have the case with $500,000 in it. Pretty lady over there has the case with a million in it, but you have x-ray vision. Like you're not gonna trade cases? Like <laughs> yeah. be, be real for a second. They're like, oh, but his word, he, he needs to be a man of his word. If somebody called right now and told me they have $27 for me, not an extra $27 million, but $27 for me to just get up and walk off this podcast right now, I might do it. Like that's Chipotle money or Brio Express, brio Express. I apologize, <laughs> what? but like you say all that to say this, like it comes down to this. Either Jed Fish was not allowed to sign the Memorandum of Understanding, which would have given University of Arizona another $6 million buffer. It would have changed his buyout from, from my understanding, $4 million to $10 million, right? Yeah. They probably still lose him because Alabama gave Washington $12 million to get Kalen DeBoer out of that contract. That was cash on hand that they had to buy out Jed Fish if they wanted to. So they probably still lose him anyway. But this nobody is addressing this of whether or not the university – told jed fish not to sign the memorandum of understanding because if dave hickey told him not to sign that then he cost the university which is already in financial hell or is going to be in financial hell again i don't understand i went to asu i don't know anything (laughs) but if he cost them six million dollars that pretty much to me seems like a fireable offense if i lost six million dollars of of my employer's money I'm probably not gonna work there anymore yeah and so like I and again but these things aren't connected right so like my my whole thing right now is everybody's mad at George for pointing out that like it's very very possible that because University of Arizona didn't protect themselves against this they lose out on six million dollars with all the other financial mismanagement you can't have that going on maybe that's the reason you let him go but it has been very interesting to see all the Arizona fans say uh it's the way that jed fish left he's not a man of honor uh it's the way he left because he was presented with an opportunity he had a choice to be a man of honor or not be a man of honor and and 27 million dollars wasn't enough for him to keep his word to Humberto Lopez or a couple other boosters or whatever right Keeping your coach wasn't enough to keep you from melting down on the internet for an entire week. Like, what are you talking about? Keep your composure. Keep your work. You can't even handle somebody that you don't know and you've never met going to work somewhere else for twenty-seven million more dollars. Yeah. Like, what do you? What, what do you? What do you think you would do in that situation? I mean, there is not a University of Arizona fan on earth that wouldn't just renounce their degree completely, assuming they went. Assuming they're not just a townie, there's nothing wrong with being a townie. I grew up in town from a trailer park. There's nothing wrong with it, right? But like the idea that you wouldn't give up everything for that type of money when you can't even stop yourself from losing your mind on the internet over sports is absurd to me.
0: No, you're the absolutely answer, right. You're absolutely right. Bring up a a ton of great points. We're going to continue this conversation uh, about the athletic director situation, both for Arizona and Arizona State. But I did want to get to Mikey's comment, if we can get up to it. And it's the best comment I've seen so far. There's obviously a lot of Arizona and Arizona State fans going at it in the chat. Mikey's comment is all that matters is ASU versus U of A is still the greatest rivalry between two schools in NCAA collegiate sports history. And if you want to go to some of those games between Arizona, Arizona State basketball, or when football returns to the Territorial Cup, you can get your tickets through game time. I personally have used game time a ton of times, three already this year, and we're only in January For concert tickets that I'm going to in Canada, Vegas, San Antonio, they have it all. Over at Game Time. And they've got some phenomenal deals for you. If you don't believe me, check it out for yourself. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Down t- download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed.
1: All right. We're talking about great rivalries, you know, consistent rivalries, some of the best. I tell you a terrible rivalry. You can't. One of the worst rivalries that's ever existed. It's illegal. Pete's versus your hunger because Illegal Pete's wins (laughs) every single time. Listen, from bowls, tacos, salads, burritos, nachos, irresistible drinks, custom cocktails, beers. I mean, why are you not already in your car on the way to Illegal Pete's right this second? Plus, they got deals every single day. If you missed a margarita Monday with $3 margaritas all day long, don't worry about it because guess what? It's Tuesday. What does that mean? Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday and the (laughs) $2, plus if you work in healthcare or education, take your team out to lunch at Illegal Pete's on Tuesday, and you can get buy one, get one free on all entrees, plus for all those U of A fans drinking your sorrows away, happy hour, 3 to 8 p.m. every day, so head on over to Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer, and it tastes extra great when you're coping, I love it. I love it. And I love the, there's so many people in the chat just I'm going just, for uh, each other's yeah,
0: I'm, Nobody's getting put up. Oh just, my goodness. It's just it, funny. Hey, I will say it is nice for all of the U of A fans in the chat. Uh, I see a, a lot of you guys are first timers, which is nice because you, none of your handles are the ones that are like in my Twitter mentions <laughs> or my Instagram. Some of you have found my Instagram and now you're going through my comments there. It, it's, Incredible to see the level of devotion you have to that circus uh, in, in Tucson. But Ralph, I do have a question and, and for Eric as well, just in terms of the fact that, hey, Arizona State and Arizona now in play for an athletic director. I know there were people yeah. fans talking about, oh, maybe Dave Heakey should take the ASU job. That's not going to happen <laughs> uh, by any means. I don't want we to misplace a quarter yeah, of a billion dollars. We don't need to place that much. We don't, yeah, we don't need to do that. Uh, but in terms of the positions themselves, the Arizona Wildcats and the Arizona State Sun Devils, which job is more attractive for a potential athletic director?
2: Um, I think that there is definitely as... as I think there's definitely a level of mistrust in both situations that, like, in in the same way that a lot of Arizona State fans didn't want to see Ray Anderson make a hire. And f- from what I've heard, maybe he wasn't as involved in bringing Kenny Dillingham on, on board as most athletic directors would be in his situation. But, like, the faith in the president's... um. I'm not being political, university presidents, <laughs> university presidents alone. The faith in the presidents uh, is is at an all-time low right now. And so, I mean, as far as being um, an attractive job for somebody that's just looking to come up, you're probably going to get paid more at Arizona State, assuming that the, the level... Um, uh, the you know 1.5 million dollars after all the retention bonuses and everything are factored in at Arizona State probably a little bit more attractive than yeah. anything else. You know, be getting more money better than getting less money. But pay attention, Jed Fish fans. So like, <laughs> you know, it, 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 like it, the idea like arguing money with people who like all, don't understand that 54 and 27 are not the same and that negative 240 million is bad has been very annoying. I am. So tired. I'm so tired. And just to go back, just one step back before we move forward, I apologize if I got any details of your financial mismanagement. Incorrect. <laughs> I'm a literature major, but please understand that had University of Arizona fans been like, did you hear that Ray Anderson is stepping aside because, I don't he stepped on a baby or whatever? We could have been like, yeah, probably, probably that was... That might have been it. That's the know. example he use. He stepped <laughs> like, on it, a baby. They could have literally said anything and we would have been that's like, fair. yeah, whatever it takes to like Yeah. Get, no, that's that's totally fair. Um but I I don't know, but in the Big 12, I think Arizona um is a great fit, could be very competitive. Uh either one of these are like once in a lifetime jobs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I don't think I don't necessarily um, knowing that there's like one university president that might throw you under the bus for his own misdeeds, but you getting <laughs> uh, an inkling that maybe that's what's going on at university of Arizona. Yeah. And then another university president that every time you bring up needing more resources for football, he's like, uh, should we add curling? Like, <laughs> it's the turtle in the hair.
0: One moves yeah. too fast and then r- trips over his own feet. And then one moves wildly too slow. That's, yeah. that's that's what you have with both of these athletic directors. That's false with both of them. And to your point, it is like if you're going to play the game of which job is more attractive, it almost would be, you know, to, also to your point, like, yes, these are once in a lifetime opportunities. But if you're choosing between the two, it's like, OK, which is the lesser of two evils when it comes to the university presidents? And right now, just from a recency bias, I think most people would say that you take the Arizona State job because – Give Dave Icke a call. <laughs> Look what's happened to him over the last 24 to 72 hours, right? I'm sure he was on top of the world when the the Brent Brennan press conference, all that, just what, five days ago? He had the entire city of Tucson behind him. And
2: here we well, are was, Tuesday, and it's gone. It was ultimately, it was an I told you so moment, right? This yeah. is, From what I understand, uh, the second time that the runner-up uh, was hired. Right. Like uh, uh, President Robbins really liked Jed Fish. And so when it came time to fire Kevin Sumlin, he was still top of mind. Uh, Dave Hickey really liked Brent Brennan. I really liked Brent Brennan. Like, and you get the opportunity to make that hire. And it, it's a pretty big I told you so moment. You fly yeah. out to San Jose. You get your guy. He's got Air- University of Arizona connections. His brother played there. They got that video of him in the stands, which was I thought was very, very yeah. cool. Um, also it's weird to see like an old video and wonder if it was like something you were there for and then realize that you're old that was like a lot to process. Um but but like yeah he he had to be feeling pretty good. You get Brent Brennan in the the um the boosters uh reroute a bunch of that money that was going to be meant for Jed Fish to retain a very good roster that gave you your best year since uh, what 2014 rich rod 10 and four um and so yeah, huge best season in 10 years you're going to retain a lot of that talent and you're going to get a coach that wants to be there very cool week and then all of a sudden you are unemployed <laughs> like that, that's that's a that's a lot to process and then and then just to see what like what dots people are connecting mentally to, to like what does this mean for the for the university if it was as simple as mismanagement that i'm sure that they have other people in place that yeah. if they're not connected to that mismanagement of any kind you could promote them arizona state football went through this with sean aguano right they had to look around the room and be like all right which one of you actually has clean hands because we got to get through <laughs> the rest of this season right so so sean aguano brings the ohana and gets to take over for the rest of the year maybe they have somebody in place in tucson like that i don't even know what's going on at arizona state there's the college ad article that's floating around saying that we're not even like looking um
1: yeah
0: that crow's sitting on his hands pretty much sense that make a lot of sense like i said moving slowly very very slowly but eric what about you
2: maybe you you don't need an athletic
0: director i mean (sighs) I mean, if it, it depends who you ask. You ask Robert Robbins, you need somebody to take the fall for you at a certain point. Jeez. So you got you gotta have one, like at least that's a not a face. That's
2: not an athletic director. That's a hostage. <laughs> that's a that's a paid hostage.
1: That's tough. What about you, Eric? Well, what would kind you do? of building off of that point of having somebody to blame? If I like, let's just say I am an athletic director, and for some reason I have the choice between Arizona State University and the University of Arizona. Right? There are a couple of reasons why I'm picking ASU. Number one is that Hickey's probably not going to be the only guy out of the University of Arizona who's going to lose their job in the next week or two. There's probably going to be a couple other people that they're going to find responsible. And that's going to create a lot of instability, plus, of course, all the money that they've lost. And you know what? Both of these programs for football and basketball, they already have their expectations set, right? Like They're already like, hey, you need to come in here and these need to be In U of A's case, the way they're talking about retaining most of their players that they're not going to miss a beat. And they were talking college football playoffs before. So that's the expectation, right? For U of A basketball, it's like, all right, come on, like get some success in March Madness, go deep into this thing and see if you can bring home something. And if that fails, if that doesn't work out, then you're just the AD that came in, replaced everything, went to shit, and then you're the next fall guy. You go to Arizona State, right? Not only is the football program on the precipice of being better, and you're going to get actually a lot of credit for helping build and fund that program three, four, five years from now, if they do indeed turn it around like we think they will. But ASU has also showed that y- you can get away with a lot of shit. They're not just gonna <laughs> They're not just gonna fucking cut your tie like the first time you mess up. Like you can mess up. You cannot be great at your job. You, and you can still hold the job for a lot longer than you than Man. you should. So Man. if I'm kicking, I'm going to the place that's not gonna make me the fall guy, that's actually gonna protect me instead of the other way around where I'm out on my ass the first moment that there's some sort of trouble,
0: even though it's a lot of it. You'll be Professor Aaron. Eric
1: Ruby at no time. Hey, <laughs> also that, also that. When I get fired as an AD, I'm still getting paid millions of dollars by the university. I'm fine. Like I'm picking Detroit, Arizona State.
2: One class. I'm <laughs> a devil, it. man. Okay, so, <laughs> all right. So on a very, very practical level, there is a hiring freeze, from yeah. I understand at University of Arizona or. God, I'm like I'm so paranoid at this point. Like an employment chill, like whatever words will keep you. <laughs> employment
1: what, chill. Get out the thesaurus. That's what I do. I've never heard that what, one
2: before. <laughs> why don't you just pretend I said the right thing? Like that's kind of where I'm at right now. So, um, th- I think there's a hiring freeze. I think they're talking about raising ticket prices. I think like there, there's actually stuff going on to try to bring University of Arizona back financially. That is. It, is going to make it a tougher gig um, at this point in time. I don't think there's anybody that, if you were to come in from the outside, I doubt they're bringing somebody from the outside, but I don't think it, it, that there's anybody who's gonna come in from the outside, look at the programs and be like, oh, this person needs to be fired right now. Maybe there needs to be some more backbone. Maybe there needs to be some more supervision, um, but I, yeah, I don't I don't necessarily think that, that there's any program that is going to just get um flipped because they bring in a new ad especially when you don't have the ability to really uh budget to to bring in better people right so brent brennan is being brought in at the rate that jed fish previously had essentially with a much higher buyout much higher buyout but like that the idea um that anything's really even going to be able to change if you take the university of arizona athletic job Um, it's going to be tough sledding, I think for a couple of years before you're even allowed to do what it is you want to do to enact your vision, anything. Uh, but again, that's my peanut braised brain size, understanding of (laughs) what it looks like to have $240 million missing. Yeah. Um, I think it probably impacts your decisions, but again, I'm an idiot. I don't know anything.
0: (laughs) an employment chill. I'm going to be using that. Yeah, I like on. that. But look, I think I think in terms of the situation for for Arizona State and it's funny Sun Devil Spaces, last week, you were talking about the the article going around just that Arizona State and Michael Crow kind of barely dipping their toe in the water in terms of trying to to seek out uh, a future athletic director. I think when it comes to something like this, like there is almost a little bit more pressure now on Michael Crow to get this Right. Same same thing with the University of Arizona and Robert Robbins, Robert Robbins. Whether they want to use the next AD as a scapegoat, whether they want to keep an AD on way longer than the fan base would like, like in Tempe, like there is pressure, I think, significantly more so now on Michael Crow than there was a week ago to make this move. Because I think he was able to sit there and say, hey, you know what? There isn't necessarily a, a giant rush on us to go out, get an athletic director before the start, of the fiscal year or the end of this fiscal year right but when you look at it now now it's like okay everybody in tucson is talking about an athletic director and you have this opportunity where think of it as if it was a football coach or a basketball coach or a baseball coach right and you have two openings at rival universities okay one goes and gets a guy they have supreme success and the other goes and gets a guy and they fail right I think at that point, in that specific scenario, the fan base would eat the university alive, whichever one failed, right? Because you had the opportunity. That's what it's going to come down to. Four or five years from now, whatever transpires with each of these athletic de- athletic departments and their athletic directors, if one has success and one doesn't, the fan base is going to say, oh, Michael Crow, why didn't you hire this guy? Why didn't you interview this guy? Why is, it, why is he their athletic director and not ours? You took your sweet time. And the same thing with Robert Robbins in Tucson is, okay, we have to get this right and we almost have to do it more so than Arizona State. Otherwise, there might not be a scapegoat the next time something like this happens. And who knows if Robert Robbins even makes it out of this whole situation. We'll see if that audit and when that audit potentially comes out on Thursday. It's a weird situation.
2: All right, are we taking odds? Audit or NCAA notice of allegations? What drops first? I mean, I don't think
0: the NCAA violations are going to be dropping until we uh, hit the moon again. So I would say probably the audit comes out.
2: I just, if, if in my lifetime, we could get either the Notice of Allegations or a new Frank Ocean album, I would <laughs> either one of those. Can
1: I get the Frank Ocean album instead? I, I pick that one. I pick that one.
2: <laughs> Maybe they'll do a dual release. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man, I, I think the audit's coming out before all. Like, of there's
2: them. even there's even fans coming after Jacob
0: in the chat for being the moderator. Yeah, like, sorry, I'm telling you to be a decent human being, <laughs> but cool. I,
2: I I do want to say this to like the Arizona fans in the chat. Like, this is your opportunity to say the one thing that hurts us so deep that we never forget it. Yeah. Like, you have a ch- you have a real chance here to affect our lives. In, in a way that's like we're we're going to leave this we're going to think on it anthony's not going to sleep for the second night in a row yeah, like exactly. you, th- this is your opportunity and you're wasting it on saying things like um asu sucks at sports <laughs> oh. Ugh, i that ralph dude come on ruin my day hurts. man
0: ruin my day they're
2: talking about they're talking
0: about the three deep Okay. Earlier in the chat, they were talking about the three deep. They were talking about the three deep on the Arizona football roster. First off, nobody gives a fuck about the three deep. They go two deep max. If you're talking three deep, you're way too in the weeds. Which I had somebody else in the chat tell us to go touch grass. You're the no. one you're talking about that. Like it, it's there's again the whole point of this argument where it started right about the five minute mark where it was okay. <laughs> something went wrong at the University of Arizona. This is what happened. Nope, you're fucking wrong. That's exactly what's going on in the chat. That's exactly what it is. You're making the point for Ralph for him by just going off. It's it's incredible to see in real time, to be completely honest with you.
2: Hey, how can I celebrate your demise when I obviously don't even understand it? Exactly. You exactly. ended up You ended up down on the ground covered in bruises, blood, and spit somehow. I don't know <laughs> how. I'm just pointing out that that's where you're at, right? Do you need help up? Do you need a loan? What do you need from us to help you (laughs) calm down?
1: Yeah. What do you want from us? Nothing's wrong. Oh, you're, Everything's right. Fine. you're right. Everything's uh, fine. Right. Everything's that's fine. Right. Everything's going to be great. College football playoffs, they're going to win the entire thing in basketball this year. They're going to get a new athletic director. The $240 is going to be wired back into their <laughs> pockets tomorrow. Guys, it, nothing bad is happening in Tucson. Everything's great. I and you just it. don't understand if you think differently. Yep.
2: Negative and a negative is a positive. If everybody has an athletic director, nobody has an athletic director. I, I actually do it.
1: stand by the fact I don't think you need an athletic director. Well, again. I, I, think, you, I think you just go. Just go. It's funny. It's it's
0: funny. Again, uh, Mister Him in the chat is a is a is one I've never seen here before. So it's funny, Mister Him. One, two, three, four. Hell of a name, uh, if that's on the birth certificate. Uh, but commenting, dropping f bombs, but we're getting personal. And need to chill, please. No, you're just coming off as soft. Look, you're clearly new here. So I'm just gonna tell you how I do things here. Um, I'm a hater. Okay, I'm I'm acknowledging that my name's Anthony Totry. I'm a hater. If you don't believe me. Just head over to DNVR Buffs. You can ask the Colorado fans. I've been at Dion Coach Prime's throat on social for since he got hired. Right? And the same thing for the Arizona Wildcats. Go ahead. Ask PHNX Wildcats' very own Mike Luke. It's the very same thing. So, I'm going to leave you with this before I tell you about where you can make some money. Okay? Mr. Him1234, one, this one's for you. Okay? I'm a hater. I'm acknowledging that. However when you say you come off as soft and you're a hater that makes you a hater okay so i just want you to understand that that's how that works okay so we could both be haters together i just need you to acknowledge it as well because i'm 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 being the bigger man here i'm saying what's on my mind okay i just want to make sure that you're comfortable with that and if you're not Maybe you can head over to the BetMGM Sportsbook app, make some money. I know U of A is definitely in need because you misplaced, what, $240 million of it? So. Put it on a parlay, though. Exactly. I'm pretty sure
1: he's an
2: ASU fan.
0: Maybe that's what they did. BetMGM, guys. That's where you guys can make some money. Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account and place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price. And once you have placed a bet, you guys are going to receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Sign up for BetMGM and use that bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app for at least $5, and you will receive $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Available in the U.S. Call eight seven seven HOPE NY or text HOPE NY four six seven three six nine New York. Call one 5050 Massachusetts. Twenty one plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred Next Step Arizona. One eight hundred off Iowa. One 7117 for confidential help. Michigan. One eight hundred nine eight one zero zero two three Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit Betmgm for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico.
1: Okay, listen, Mister Him. Let me let me speak to you. Oh, you're co- you, you're you're going to talk to him too? Co- listen, man. Listen, <laughs> I I understand where you're coming from. You're angry, you're upset, you've probably had a hard day. And I just, I want to reach out to you. And I want to recommend maybe getting away this weekend. Maybe take a trip to someplace fun, someplace authentic, someplace immersive, and a place that, frankly, nobody in the Valley does it better. And that's Gila River Resorts and Casinos because you can get rid of whatever is on your shoulders, all the weight that you're carrying around, that you're unloading in this chat. Listen, you can get all of that. You can get all that stress out at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Because not only do they have over 800 slot machines, 15 blackjack tables, live table games, and there are multiple locations all across the valley. They also have the BetMGM Sportsbook as well. So if you want to get a little bit of action in, win some money, put a smile on your face, go ahead and do it at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. And if you're hungry, Oh, you can go have any of their mini dining options and heck, make it a staycation, go for the weekend because they are a resort. Get a nice pillow, lay your head on it, and relax. So go ahead and do that over at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit playatgila.com for more details because you do you, even if you're a hater at Gila River Resorts. And I casinos. love it.
0: Apparently, Mr. Him1234 is an ASU fan. So it's a shame I had to acknowledge my hatred, but you know. It is what it is. That's that's what we do here. Okay, and look, I, I love the fact that again, a lot of these people are new, and we're getting some new insults. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm used to the the usual ones. These are these are fun, guys. Keep spicing it up, man. I, I really do like it. Also, they gave me a new nickname. I got glasses. Glasses is my nickname. For those of you that don't glasses. know why I'm wearing glasses, I did not sleep last night. Like n- not even this much. Okay, like zero hours. Very very delusional at this point, okay, similar to, you know, the Arizona Wildcat fans. That's why we all get along. It is, it is. Ralph, before we get you out of here, any final thoughts on just the last 24 hours in Tucson, mind you, you got to get things 100% correct, okay, the verbiage has to be spot on, otherwise your mentions, uh, they they might get a little sticky.
2: Yeah, um, I just, so that other people don't have to, like, do the math themselves, because we know... Some of us have been mathematically challenged lately. After $158 in bonus bets, you still only need $239,999,842 to make up the debt that is either uh, currently exists or is going to exist in the future. I don't know. Everybody have a nice day.
0: <laughs> Ralph Ampson, thank you very much. We appreciate you for taking the time today, man. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, he, said, he said, I'm right. out. I'm <laughs> mic <like>, dropping.
1: <laughs> no more words.
0: I'm out. I'm out of here. Oh, my goodness. Look, there was somebody in our, our diehard Discord. I, I think it was Sharon in there earlier today talking about some news going around potentially in the NFL surrounding Jim Harbaugh and all that stuff. Well, I'm I know, sure you have your eyes I, look, on that. I, I know there's a lot of people that want to talk Dave Hickey. ASU Arizona, the mismanagement of a quarter billion dollars. Again, I'm going to continue to say it the way they put seventy to seven on a billboard. Maybe they should put that on a billboard. Uh, but I do want to take a pause in that for the for the day because with Jim Harbaugh kind of around the the news, I, I got a an interesting story about Jim, just as the the type of coach he is and how he at one point quite literally like almost poached an ASU recruit. Okay, so I was at. I was in high school. I think this was like 2016 around this time, right? And Connor Murphy was big, giant defensive end for Brophy. Had a bunch of offers. ASU was in his top five. He had connections to the Harbaugh family. Jim at one point had actually babysat Connor Murphy when he was like eight years old or something. And so to poach and get him away from any of the other schools, Jim came on a visit to Brophy right? And it wasn't just a, oh, we're going to like meet and then I'm leaving. Jim by himself, no assistance, was at Brophy and went for the first half of the morning, class to class with Connor Murphy, was in there messing around with the iPads, doing everything in his power. Jim Harbaugh sitting in class to try and get this defensive end who, mind you, had played like one year of high school football to come play at Michigan. Now, He ended up committing to USC, which is, we'll tell you, I guess, all you need to know about Jim and his recruiting at that point in his career at Michigan. But my goodness, Jim Harbaugh did everything in his power to go and get this recruit
1: out of Arizona. Going class to class is a little psychotic. Yeah. It's a a little psychotic. Like he's in the back, he's raising his hand like, "Uh, I know the answer, (laughs) I know the answer. He's just asking questions. And they're like, yes, Miss." Mr. Har- Harbaugh? Jim, yeah. Do you call him Harbaugh, Coach Jim? Co- Coach? Jim? Oh, please, please call me Jim. Call me Jim. Incredible. Me Jim.
0: Absolutely incredible. Same way that we got, um, I know that was a little tidbit, kind of kind of random, but I guess with with Harbaugh's name kind of being surrounded, interesting little tidbit um, from, I guess, uh, <laughs> a mention with, with ASU, but same thing that I asked Ralph before we get out of here. Any final thoughts on everything
1: going down in Tucson? Listen... It's gonna be fun I'm gonna we're gonna have a fun time guys both programs are trying to figure it out you guys still are holding on to your high expectations and if there's one thing that I've learned is that when fans of the University of Arizona have extremely high expectations they're met 100% of the time so I am already happy and excited for everything working out in your favor just like it always does oh my goodness look we're going to leave, but everybody in the
0: chat, can feel free to comment or head over, become a diehard, gophnx.com, sign up for that Diehard membership, and then you guys can find in the Diehard Discord all you would like, because there's chats for ASU Wildcats. We actually had Mike Luke in the ASU chat this morning talking with the ASU Diehard, so take that for what you will. we got a couple Diehards in the chat. If you don't take our word for it, take it from them. A lot, a lot of benefits to becoming a PHNX diehard. Again, just head over to gophnx.com. But that is going to do it for today's show. We enjoy everybody, and I mean everybody in the chat today, guys. Do us a favor, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, whether it's for us whether it is for PHNX Wildcats or anybody in between, go ahead, give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sundivs. You can follow me on social at Anthony underscore Toetree. That's also where my mentions are, Wildcat fans. You can follow my main man, Eric, here at Eric Ruby. That is Eric with a K. And you can follow DJ Jacob Franklin at Jacob underscore Franklin 4. But as always, go Devils and peace.